0: It's your Locked On Flyers podcast for Friday, June 2nd. Your daily dose of Flyers news, analysis, and high-quality content that is talking all things free agency today.
1: Exciting.
0: Very much so. Uh, What do the Flyers need? Where can they find it? We're going to get into it all on today's
1: show. Your Locked On Flyers, your daily podcast on the Philadelphia Flyers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Hey there. Thanks for making Locked On Flyers your first listen every day. I am Rachel Donner. You can find me on Twitter at rmiriam. I'm here as always with Russ Cohen, who is on Twitter at Sportsology. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LockedOnNHL for $20 off your first purchase. You can subscribe or follow us for free on youtube we're also on the siriusxm app anywhere you listen to podcasts you'll get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the locked on podcast network your team every day Russ, before we dig into the flyers free agency approach uh, big hire in pittsburgh yesterday kyle dubas uh, hired as president not gm although the gm position is still open Seems like Kyle Dubas will be the acting GM and and do dual role until they hire somebody. But essentially, it's going to be one of these situations where whoever it is, is going to be like an assistant GM, right?
1: Yeah, he's he's doing this so he can go pay somebody more and take them from another organization, even if they're under contract because they're getting a raise and a promotion. And so that's a smart move. Exactly, It's a smart move. And so now he could really shape their front office. Uh, this is a really good move for Pittsburgh because I feel like they're going to be rebuilding in two years. And I think this is a good move for Dubis because he's done the rebuilding that way. And Sullivan uh, was definitely part of that conversation. He was never going to get traded or cut and go somewhere else to coach. He's staying there. So he's a part of that situation too. Of course he spoke to Crosby. You knew Crosby was going to be in on this powwow and Right now to start, it's a a challenging job because you have older pieces and you're still trying to sort of like, you know, restart the buggy and see if you can get it up the mountain one more time. And they'll try it and they'll try it for the next two years and then they'll announce a rebuild. And I think Dubis is ready for that. Like I I could tell them the conversation when they kept talking about now and the future, you know, now means the Fenway group wants to get every last cent that they can out of their stars before they take a hit attendance wise for having to rebuild
0: and Jersey sales wise. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. When well, Crosby's (laughs) will sell forever, but they'll definitely. That's true. That's true. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a a really good hire for them. Um, I think that two, three weeks ago, Kyle Dubas probably thought he was still going to be working for Toronto. And now he has an opportunity to, shepherd the penguins through a very interesting era so he said he maybe shouldn't
1: have been so honest and i appreciated the honesty of saying that yeah because he's a younger man like that's the one thing we have to remember like um, he's like
0: basically crosby's age
1: right yeah i mean he really is and you know for because i don't want to get flagged on this show he's full of a lot of vim and vigor rage yes and um and so as a result he got himself in a little bit of trouble there but did he possibly land in a better spot? Maybe, and we'll see.
0: Yeah, we will definitely see. All right, uh, getting into free agency. I think, you know, for me, the biggest question for this year, because we are now like less than a month until free agency starts officially, what are the Flyers going to need this year? And really, do they have any budget to sign anybody? And we talked about the cap earlier this week and, you know, what a difficult position the Flyers are in at this point. But the Flyers are going to have to sign some free agents just to supplement um, whatever youth they decide to to bring up or have be more permanent, whether, you know, that's a Tyson Forster that makes the cut or one of the defensemen. They're still going to have to fill in some spots here and there and to have, you know, backup for injuries and all of that. I'm just wondering, you know, in terms of the specific needs, to me, on the forward side, they really only need to look at, you know, left wing or centers. The right wing depth is there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, left wing, who could penalty kill? They definitely mm-hmm. need that. Um, a couple things. So if they can't move anybody off or get somebody traded, uh, they could go 10% over the cap in the summer. You're allowed. And right. if they ever get a hint that maybe Cam Atkinson's going to start the year or maybe even be on LTIR, then they could, you know, go over on the cap a little bit and or tell a player or two, wait until the season starts. Once we put him in on LTIR, we'll bring you in. You know, those are the kinds of players that, you know, the Flyers are going to bring in. They're not bringing in any big names. And it would really be a bad message if they brought in, like, Aging players with a year or two left on their career. I don't think they should do that either, because that will send a really bad mixed message to the fan base.
0: Given the choice between using one of the younger players and signing an older guy like that, use one of the younger players right. at this point. Right. um and, and I think that's what they should do. Whether they do it or not is another question. But I, I do think that Danny breyer has a lot of faith in the younger guys. You know, coming up on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of, you know, them being healthy, you know, so, uh, you know, that is a Wade Allison question right there in terms of do they, are they going to need to sort of account for his skill set?
1: I mean, what what would you pay him? I mean, I, I, I one year, 1.2, like I can't give him a lot.
0: Something like that. And then my other question, you know, in terms of going with the younger guys versus signing somebody is that fourth line center position. Right. For the flyers, and does Tanner Lezinski get a full shot at that role? He should,
1: but Torts probably doesn't give it to him, based on the way he treated him last year. He just didn't treat him great. Um, still doesn't mean Torts wouldn't have his mind changed if Tanner came in and and played great. But he's a UFA, so I don't think they're right. I don't think they're bringing him back. That's the problem there. So as as far as the actual four C position, that could be another. Um, another free agent backfill that they're, that they're talking about. Uh, don't bring back Patrick Brown. Please don't. They don't need a guy no. that's just good on faceoffs. Like they actually need a guy that could help the offense a little bit too, and help some younger players along. So let's, you know, let's be forward thinking about that.
0: Yeah. And I obviously, you know, again, talking about the cap, a huge factor in this is going to be, are they going to be able to clear enough cap space to do anything?
1: It's a big question. So, I don't think they should trade a draft pick just to clear cap space. I think that's a dumb idea. Um, yep. So, how are you going to get it? I mean, let's see. How much are they going to have next year? They are going to have.
0: I think that they're going to have somewhere between 13 and 17. Oh, 13. No, 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 no. There no. it
1: is with the. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was in the wrong column. Yeah. So, 13 million. Okay. So, 13 million. They have to fill, uh, let's see, one, two, two UFAs. They have to do like, yeah, f- uh, more four,
0: RFAs. Yeah,
1: four. Well, they could they could not qualify um, Bellows. so let's count him out. But Cates, Frost, York, let's just say for argument's sake, they all get three million bucks. We're just doing easy math here. So then that's nine million gone. So now let's say they were going to have 15, so they got six million for uh two ufa spots so they could get two players and those two players yeah they just can't be more than like two million dollar two point something kind of players that's what they're going to get so you're going to get um and we'll talk about some of these names but you're 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 getting either a guy that is trying to prove himself who's maybe a young guy who has been on another team that hasn't fully um taking root in the nhl or you're getting somebody that just uh had a couple off years and isn't in demand you're, you're not getting anybody of great value here and unless you're getting somebody from europe and signing them to your elc chances of getting somebody and finding you know like a great next player on this search is remote
0: yeah, and so I think that is going to be the biggest challenge for Danny Briere. So number 1 is going to be clear the cap space that he needs in order to have money and contract spots available and roster spots available and then number 2 finding the right guys to fill those depth roles that we're talking about and um I, you know, I think there's so many moving parts here that you know, by the time he gets to the free agency side of things I think a lot of this process is gonna be exhausted, mm-hmm. right? And so he's gonna have a very short window to prepare for free agency based on what happens at the draft with any deals or trades or or anything. So um, they've gotta have a lot of ducks in a row and a lot of feelers out ahead of time, right? Yeah,
1: they're, they're, they're going to have to have a lot of feelers. You're right about that because, you know, they're probably filling three positions when they jettison bellows. And not everybody is going to have the Flyers as their first choice. Hardly exactly. anybody. So you do have to kind of have the scattergun approach. And, yeah, I think as far as Briere's preparation, he's got to have a list of five, six players that he thinks will be in their price range that they can contact starting July 1st and, yep. and work off of that. Now, if one or two of those came from overseas then chances are they could sign them right away because a lot of times if you're finding somebody over there they're usually not in demand and i think this is a good year for the flyers to try that out is that part of their plan i don't know but it would be part of mine
0: absolutely absolutely all right well we're gonna dig into the weeds a little bit more and talk about The current Flyers UFAs, if any re signings are going to happen, and then what kind of guys the Flyers could uh, go after in free agency coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. My favorite part of the Game Time app is that it's great for getting notified about last-minute tickets and flash deals. Plus, you can get views from your seats. The GameTime guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, GameTime will credit you 110% of the difference. Also, tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you'll never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create the account. Redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL for your $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right. Uh, once again, as we continue our coverage of free agency and the draft, uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at on Flyers or over at that same handle on Instagram. That's where you'll keep up to date on all the Flyers news and our episodes. And also email us with your mailbag questions at LockedOnFlyers at Gmail. Next week, uh, Everydayers can look forward to hearing more about potential draft picks that the Flyers could be making, the behind the scenes moves with the new administration, all that good stuff. All right. So I I think for me, the first question you have to ask is, is, are you going to re-sign any current UFAs that the Flyers have? Uh, Plus answer the question, you know, what do you do with Artem Anisimov? I think that'll be interesting to see if they give him a two-way deal going into next season.
1: I mean, I'd do it. I think he proved himself uh, to be useful. And even if he's not good good enough to play at the Flyers level anymore. He certainly helped in Lehigh. So I'd give it to him. Everybody else I'd let go. There's nobody I bring back.
0: Yeah, so that everybody else list is Brendan Lemieux, keeper bellows, Max Wilman, Louis Belpedio and Troy Grosinick. And you know, we talked about the goaltenders a couple weeks ago. Um, or was it last week? Time is a flat circle. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we had our goalie week. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree. I think that there's no reason to bring any of these guys back. And I think that if Brendan Lemieux wants to go out and try and find another job, good on him. I think he did well enough with the Flyers to do that, but he shouldn't be part of the Flyers solution moving forward.
1: Yeah, there's just, you're rebuilding. There's nothing he could bring to you. Uh, If you want that outburst from him once in a while, what is that really going to do to show... Uh, the young players had to play. Just, I just don't see the benefit.
0: Yeah, I I don't see it either. And I agree that Anisimov should get that two-way deal. Yeah, I think the fact that he signed an AHL deal only to stick with this organization says a lot. And the fact that he was such a good presence for the younger players. So if he's the guy that's around some of the younger players at the Flyers level now, where he does have that NHL experience, I think that will only help the flyers prospects grow especially tyson forster yep in particular i think it's it's very important to have somebody around that tyson trust transitioning to dealing with john tortorella on a regular basis absolutely yeah
1: yeah yeah and that exactly and, Nisimov knows it, and he's a veteran that knows the rigor so i agree
0: so then my next question is uh You alluded to this earlier, but are the flyers a good spot for any reclamation projects out there? Because I feel like in the early stages of a rebuild, this is when you can kind of shoot your shot with one of these guys that maybe hasn't panned out elsewhere. And is it really going to hurt your team in the long run this early in a rebuild? No, it's not. It could be worth taking a shot.
1: It could be. Uh, You do have to find the right player. I, I don't really have a handle on who that player might be right this moment. But uh, don't just start parading in former first-round picks. I don't think that helps. Uh, I know other teams have done that. How many times have you seen a team, well, look, there's seven first-round picks on this on the ice at the same time. Who cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Matter no. you, know. And,
0: you know, and of course, like, the most well-known ones out there right now are Alex Galchenyuk and Jonathan Drouin, right? Yeah. But they are reclamation projects at this point. And maybe with Galchenyuk, a multiple, you know, reclamation project here. But I think that, you know, looking at those kind of players to get for super cheap at this stage, I have no problem with it.
1: I, I don't want either one of those guys. I don't I don't think there's anything to gain. I I would rather take a um, a player who maybe Missed a lot of time because of injuries, and now is healthy. Not one mm-hmm. that just has never lived up to it. The guys who haven't lived up to it, John's not really going to help you live up to it. I just don't feel that, especially on offense.
0: That is fair in a, in a vacuum with a different coach, maybe, yeah. but with with Tortorella, that that would be really tough. I think, especially for Galcheny, he'll make you play
1: better defense. So, like you know, Sealer's playing the best hockey of his career. Uh, and you know so it's average NHL hockey which he probably wasn't capable of before so we give credit to John for that but offensively no
0: yeah so speaking of offense just looking at who's out there uh, it's slim pickings I would say for you know you have your top tier free agents and even kind of like second you know middle six kind of players that's not what the Flyers need right now The, the Flyers are have plenty of middle six players and especially if you consider the younger guys. So I just don't see them needing to sign anybody like that. But one name did stick out to me in terms of the UFAs and that's Carl Hagelin.
1: If he was a few years younger, I'd say yes, but he's been so injured. Even
0: for like a one or two year deal. Yeah.
1: He's been so injury prone. That's the problem. You're almost throwing away your money. And I, I, I was a big fan of Carl and he is a really good penalty killer. But he just doesn't play enough games anymore. He just he just can't stay healthy. I think that's my issue. Otherwise, I would be okay with that. But, no. Nah, no, nah, find somebody else. You know, I'm looking through lists here. You know, who's the right player? Like, all right, here's an example. So, if you could get Kyle Clifton cheap, I would sign Kyle, mm-hmm. Kyle Clifton to a two- or a three-year deal for, like, Million and a half, million seven five. Because he is the perfect fill in defenseman. He could play everywhere. He's got a little bit of toughness. Uh you, right. So
0: that's on the defensive side. What about the forwards?
1: I know. I'm trying to find. I, I haven't found anybody. Uh it's easier to I mean. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. Another guy for me is Tyler Mott.
1: Yeah, if if he doesn't go back to the Rangers, I think he'll be right uh inclined to do that. Um I'll give you a name. If he didn't go back to Colorado, uh, Evan Rodriguez is a good one. He made $2 million. I would give him $2 million again. He is a penalty killer. He can score some goals occasionally. He's got good speed. So Evan Rodriguez is is a forward that I certainly could look at and, and bring him back.
0: Listen, you don't have to sell me on him. I wanted the Flyers to sign him last year yeah. in free agency. And, and you can so. get
1: him at the right price, like at the range that we're talking about. Otherwise it's hard. It's there's really, there's, there's not a lot there unless you're starting to really want to get guys into their mid thirties, which I think is a bad idea.
0: That's what makes this whole discussion so difficult is that there really aren't a lot of free agents in the category that the flyers would need that are going to be available that aren't likely to resign with the teams that they're already on.
1: Yeah. Like the reason you want cap space is. In case there is a team that is so up against the cap, they can't qualify a guy. This guy's a pretty good player, a young player, and they just walk away from it. I've got the money to sign this guy. That's maybe why you want to save some money for a rainy day. Because we could see that happening. But, yeah, you don't want to bring in, like, you know, Milan Lucic or, you know, guys like that. Thomas Tatar, nice player, but, you know, now he's like 33. No thanks.
0: Well, and also a lot of the ones that might be more available are on the right side that the flyers don't need. So even if you're narrowing it down to left wing and center, like the market is really thin, but I think like looking at maybe second, third day of free agency, you're going to see who's still available and that's going to be the time that the flyers should jump in.
1: I'll give you one more guy Um, and I'm digging deep, but I still have a like for Adam Ernie. And I know Steve Eiserman uh, did like him. And if they don't resign him, you know, he's a guy that's still 28. He's a really good uh, fourth line talent. He does score a little bit, just a little, you know, he had eight goals, 18 points, but does play a really complete game. And that's the kind of guy that, yeah, I think could do well here. But, you know, there's, you know, you want Danton Heinen? I don't think so. No. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's it's going to be extremely important for Briere and the team to be strategic and jump in where they think they can really get the best bang for their buck.
1: Yeah, you're going to bring you know going in here. You're going to you're going to go Nick Bukestad. Everybody's had Nick Bukestad at this point. I
0: know, I know. I almost went there too on my list.
1: You know, Ashton Reese. I mean, you know, he could penalty kill. Torts would like him uh, mm-hmm. at twenty eight. Okay, I mean. You want to bring him in for a year? I, I, I guess I would take Ashton Reese. But, you know, now you're just basically asking me, like, what's better? Like, I don't know, Red Hots or Candy Corn? And it doesn't really matter, Rachel. <laughs> All
0: right. We are going to continue this discussion by digging into the defenseman side of things coming up next. All right, Russ. So now we can talk about the Finally. defenseman. I know. I'm keeping you to a structure. You are. Um, it's uh again, it it's a really, I think, small market this off season with free agents, especially when you consider, you know, that the Flyers, I, I think assuming that they keep Prover off, which is more than likely, right? That top four is pretty much set, right? Yes. They're not gonna change who that is. They're not trading Sanheim because nobody's taking that contract right now. And so I think that really it's just your bottom pairing at this point. And And you're you're including
1: D'Angelo on the bottom pairing now, right?
0: Yeah. But you know, he could be in the press box. So you need, you need like, even if he's still on the team, I would say you still need two more defensemen. right? And one of them should be a younger guy yes. already in your system. And then the other one could be a free agent. That's where I go. And so Nick sealer is still around as well, but I still feel like there's, you need one more yes be, to cover for injury and, and whatnot. And so that's on a two-way deal or, or something along those lines. And, um, I think to me, the, the first name that popped out of the UFAs is Brian Dumoulin.
1: Yeah. Well, what's he like 34?
0: Like, doesn't matter, honestly. Well,
1: he may not want to do it.
0: For a, for a one- or two-year deal? Yeah, I
1: think, I, mean, I think the problem with Dumoulin is he won't want to do it. I think he's still got a pretty good name, and he'll have other suitors. I think that may be the problem for, for Dumoulin. I could be wrong. I, you know, I just
0: think he's, he's the right type of player. He
1: is. You know, I mentioned Connor Clifton before. He's fine. Another one may be Troy Stetcher. He's on the edge. He's not 30 at least. You get a little bit out of him.
0: If they sign Jack Johnson, I'm going to lose it.
1: <laughs> no, I know. Like we're shopping at the dollar store. You realize that, right? I know. I know. <laughs> like it's just, I'm trying to find a, a birthday gift at the dollar store, Rachel. It's not easy. It's not. Yeah.
0: Well, Luke Shen's available. So he's not going to
1: be available though. So he's, no, he's
0: not going to be available. Some
1: championship team will, will pick him up because he's that, that guy
0: speaking of former flyers, uh-huh. uh, that we can talk about, um, there are several former flyer defenseman UFAs available. One of them is Robert Haig. Uh-huh. And, um, I think that it's an interesting option given that it's a known entity and sometimes you want the devil, you know, versus the devil, you don't. Um, he is a, you know, a serviceable stay at home defenseman, you know what you're getting with him. Does he have, you know, another year or two in the tank, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's only, what, he's like 28, 29? Yeah. So I don't know that he would want to come back.
1: I don't but... see why he wouldn't in the sense that he was well-liked here. And uh, I think the media treated him well. I would bring him back. He would be like one of my um, tryout guys.
0: Offer him a PTO?
1: Offer him a PTO and let's see what he's got. And then if he, if he gels, then, yeah, we'll give you a contract. But I want to see if he could gel with them first. So that's as far as I'll go with him. But I'm okay with the idea because uh, he does have that physical edge to him. And Torts likes that. And so, yeah, why not?
0: Yeah. And so other than that, again, it's, um, it's going to be tough to find anything out there that fits that bill of exactly what we need. And and it could be somebody we get on a, on a PTO, like, like you said, because it's going to be after the bulk of the free agency period has played out for other teams, just because again, the Flyers just need a seventh defenseman. I think for this role.
1: Yeah. I think what happens with this person is it's like middle of the summer and they sign because they've exhausted other possibilities. It hasn't worked out. And so then you bring in that person. I think that's it, but I am not bringing in anybody over the age of 31. I'm just not doing it because then I just would just tell you, just bring up Zamula, let Adder keep marinating because uh, I think we saw based on the world championships, he still needs some work and you want to bring up Adder when he's right because of the offensive part of his game. Cause if you don't have that, then you do lose the, the dynamic of him that you need. So Zamula is a good plug. I think he, you know, when you plug him in, he, he fits the part. He can do it.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. But uh, yeah, tough, tough market for the Flyers, given the specific needs that they're going to have in year one of a rebuild. Um, and, you know, attracting people to come to the Flyers is going to be a difficult challenge for Danny Breer. And I think, Um, One of the advantages that he'll have, though, in all of this is that people will be able to see what moves he makes at the draft and what any potential trades he makes. And so free agents will be like, oh, they're actually going to be building something positive here. And I see what his vision is. And so that's going to have to be part of what he does. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. All agents go to the draft. So agents will... Yeah. Watching to see what he's going to do and try and do.
0: Yep. So it's setting the stage to create an environment that players want to come to and be part of. Right. From the ground up.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So
0: I think that that's going to be the critical part of the rest of this offseason for Danny Breer.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that's a that's a, a great point.
0: All right, uh, that will do it for our show and for the week on Locked On Flyers. Uh, want to drop a little fun thing to end the week. The Flyers are bringing with them to the draft Zach Wirtz, who was a make a witch kid from this season. And so they're quote unquote extending his contract, which is very cute that they are. So he's doing really that, the first
1: contract know. extension.
0: Yeah. So this is their first big move. I like
1: it. I like it too.
0: (laughs) It'll be a lot of fun to have him there and to be like one of the runners for the, for the team at the table and go up on stage. And, um, maybe if they're, they're lucky, uh, he'll announce the draft pick, Yeah, (laughs) which would be really cool to have a kid do that for them. It's uh, just a reminder, if, you want to give us your thoughts about the draft or free agency or anything else coming up, you can tweet us at Flyers. You can email us at LockedOnFlyers at Gmail, or you can comment over on YouTube. We'll be back on Monday with the latest in Flyers news and our nemesis of the week. I am Rachel. I'm on Twitter at R Miriam. That's R M I R I A M.
1: I'm Russell. I'm at Sportsology S P O R T S O L O G Y.
0: Have a great weekend, everyone.